Welcome to episode 5 of Weaver Dice Vegas. I hope you enjoy this episode as the Brain Bros deal with the consequences of the narrative curveball they threw at the end of their last adventure. If you tweet about Weaver Dice Vegas with hashtag We've Got Dice, no punctuation, we'll work your name and Twitter handle into the show. And if you become a patron of Doof Media at patreon.com slash doofmedia, you can participate in uh, the generation of powers that the friends and foes of our villainous band will be using in this show. Last time on Weaver Dice Vegas. The thing that always kept me with the with the high rollers was uh, we were kind of like a family. Snake guy's trying to kill me at least once. I'm not feeling too much of the family vibes. Maybe it's time to change the way my life is headed. Come one of the good guys. What? Fuck that. Well, I mean, I, I probably could get into Harvard if I worked for the protector for a while. We've all done some stuff, but you know what? They're good guys, and they're kind of honor-bound to give us a second chance. I know those sissies. Billy Thompson. A good guy. I have something here that uh, I would like to offer as a token of our change of heart for the good. Our sumptuous bodies. (laughs) No, young Billy? Uh, this case of, uh, green sodi pop. Hex comes in through the door. You notice her eyes fix on the vials. After you were captured, you were immediately taken to an annex building by a handful of PRT soldiers, and you were put in three different holding cells. The PRT troopers didn't even disarm you, actually. They they didn't frisk you or anything, which puzzles you greatly. Um, In fact, they actually just seemed to be in a really big hurry to uh, put you in there and then get away. So you're each in cages made out of wire mesh that hums with electricity, and the cage itself is surrounded by laser turrets. Um, and what surprises you is that they leave you, they just leave you in there for about two hours. Um, so we're going to go over what you guys get up to, uh, in two hours of solitary confinement. So we're each, we're not together. We're each alone, right? You're each alone. Okay. Um, but, but, but let's, let's just, so let's go to metric first and we might, we might, uh, find an interesting wrinkle though. So, uh, metric. Yeah. You stayed up all night the previous night. Yeah, uh, wired wired out of your mind on dog empathy pills. Yeah, uh, and as soon as you sit down in your holding cell, you pass out. All right, and you're in a great domed structure, maybe like a huge tent, maybe a cathedral. You can't really tell. The ceiling is too far away, and you're surrounded by gaily dancing revelers, all spinning and laughing to a lilting melody. 
but you yourself are withdrawn. This isn't really your scene. You've always had trouble relating to people, and you've always, and, and, and the other people have always held you in a kind of awe, although you wish you could connect. Your brother tries to cajole you into joining the festivities, but he quickly gives up. He's a man of action, and he can't really relate to your lack of confidence here. But later, your sister swirls by you and laughingly drags you out into the chaos of the dance floor, and her, her smile is infectious, and soon, despite yourself, you find yourself laughing along with you, uh, with her. And then there's a shudder and darkness, and the distant ceiling is lit with the orange of reflected fire. And then you wake up. Oh, all right. That was weird. These are these these siblings that I don't have again, right? Yes, you don't have any siblings. Uh, yeah, I, I would know that. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. All right. That's uh, extremely disconcerting still. Very, dis very disturbing. Good, good. Kind of wondering uh, why I haven't told anyone else about these dreams at this point. but no, Well, can't tell them now. Yeah, that's, but, that's but true. I, but for you, though, uh, during that big brawl, and prior to that, actually, when your visor was being scrambled by Fugazi's signal, your visor was actually gathering a lot of data on various sources of background EM. And at the time, you dismissed this as noise, uh, but it occurs to you as you sit in confinement that a lot of it is structured. So I suppose you can't help but start to analyze it. And you realize that you were seeing a lot of various mind-affecting powers interacting with each other, and your EM readings are just the spillover of those effects. So well, that, as you have some time, go ahead. No, that, that might explain why we just suddenly turned all of ourselves into the cops. But yeah, okay, go on. Yeah, it might, it might. Um, so since you have some time, two, two ideas occur to you. And, and you figure you have, since you're being left alone and you still have everything that you had on you, um, you could either A, uh, tweak... Uh, your bleeper to serve as a signal amplifier for certain kinds of transmission. Um, this tech is inspired by both brain fog's ability to speak into people's minds and partly by some of the mood altering powers that you were able to record. So <laughs> as long as a person nearby is carrying a bleeper on their person and as long as apotheosis your drone is within a hundred feet of both of you, you and anyone else carrying a bleeper can communicate telepathically. Uh, crucially, app is generating and managing the signal. The bleeper is just a necessary but not but, but a not sufficient signal booster. Of course, I mean you couldn't possibly fit all that technology in there. No, no, it's I mean because you're only really good at drone stuff. Right. Um, number two, you could break down the bleeper that you're carrying um, and the extra fruit declover that you happen to have. Of course. And use them to build an extra charge or data trinket from your C-list of equipment that you have. Huh. Well. So those are your two options. I mean, clearly I'm going with the telepathic bleeper option because that's just. Actually, well, who do do I remember who all has bleepers at the moment? I think that you know that both of your teammates have bleepers at the very least. All and right. also. If it helps you make your decision, app is like hovering around the building, yeah. kind of make doing doing perimeter. Right. Of course. Okay. Yeah. We're we're going we're going bleeper full bleeper. Okay. Um. So, so brain fog. I think it probably takes him a good hour and a half to to do that. So. Okay. Pretty much the last thing that happened with you was that you realized your buddy was non-responsive, um, and now he's actually been taken away from you, and and you've been locked in this cell, um, and. You're just kind of alone with your thoughts. Yeah. So I think for like the first 30 minutes, I'm like, you know, trying to get out and testing, like testing the security system and like getting more and more frustrated. And then at some point I just like, 
fall into a corner and just get really quiet. And then I start muttering to myself stuff like, fuck, Justin, I can't believe it happened again. Oh, shit, shit, what did I do? Oh, Eric's going to be so pissed. And stuff like that. Okay. All right. So basically just completely melting down. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't, I don't think my character would describe it that way. No. But. No. But yes. No. Yes. He's having a manly uh, moment, actually. Yeah. And it, I think it's probably fair to say that he doesn't actually spend a lot of time alone anyway. No, no. This is, I mean, this is like, I think for most people, it would probably take more than half an hour for this solitary confinement to really get to someone. Um, I would not. I would not say so for brain fog. That's yes. why that's why it happened so quickly. Okay, that'll make sense. Um Tex, so you are are in the middle of some kind of profound crisis of of loyalty and worldview. Uh so so what do you get up to for an hour and a half of sitting in a cell? Does Skip have a weeper? So he's more than 150 he's more than 100 feet away. But he would still receive a normal bleep. So the, the text, yeah. The text let's let's say that, um, yeah, sure. Let's say that, let's say that. Um, let's. I mean, basically, metric hands those things out to anyone who will take them. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't think it's much of a stretch to say that that uh, Skip is like a, a nice enough guy to be like, sure, sure, I'll I'll take one of those off your hands. Thanks. All right. Well, I um, send him a quick bleep that says. Uh, Helter Skelter tried to kill you. Don't trust him. Um, at some uh, on a little vacation right now. Be back at some point. <laughs> um, and then I just get, since they didn't take any of my stuff, I just get out a cigarette and and have a smoke and kind of sit meditatively. Okay, pondering. All right. All right. So at a certain point, um, I, I'm going to actually say it's you guys are going to maybe have five or 10 minutes to, to talk at a certain point. You're you, well, let's, let's let metric explain what happens actually. Hey, Hey, Hey guys, 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 what the fuck? Who's what ghosts? Bill, Bill, can you, can you hear me? Did it, did it work? It actually worked. Oh my God. It worked. I, Billy can is, is rusty there. Rusty. How did, how'd you get in my brain? Can't even have myself a good think without you interrupting me. I, oh, what's up, dude? I, I, we can talk. We, we can talk to each other now. Well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> what so, the hell's going on, Metric? Well, uh, so, well, first, I've been having these really, really weird dreams about siblings that I, I actually don't have. Did have either of you guys been having these dreams? No. Nope. No. Huh. It seems pretty fucking low priority. What are we doing in fucking protectorate office? Right. This was- oh yeah. So wh- why what's Rusty? What what's the plan? <laughs> why the fuck did we let you talk us into this? <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I have to question the wisdom of you two just going along with everything I say all the time. You Aren't you the to- leader? Yeah, you have clearly more experience than us in these things. Look, don't you guys worry about it. Um, everything's going to be fine. I'm figuring this whole situation out. Uh, and um, you, y'all don't really know anything anyway, so uh, if they ask you questions, just, uh, you know, be yourselves. Oh, you don't got to worry about that, buddy. Uh, uh, all right, I guess. Well. Okay. 
go ahead. No, that's that's. I think I think we're we're ready. Okay. Um. So <laughs> we're so bad at this. <laughs> so, in, so in the middle. So as you're winding up, some PRT soldiers come down the hall uh, and they grab they grab Rain Fog first out of his cell. And they, assuming he doesn't, you know, resist or anything, they lead him to. Uh, they actually bring him over to the, the building next door, uh, attached through like a, a hallway, and into an interrogation room. And they sit him down in the room and do, do the classic thing where he he gets to sit in the, the like sterile, creepy interrogation room for a few minutes, wondering what's going on. Um, um, maybe, yeah. So I guess I'll just give you a freebie that you you can uh, still hear your friends in your head um, okay if you if you so choose and i can technically communicate with them right because correct i don't have to speak for it to work yeah exactly, right. exactly. so i yes. could relay the whole conversation to them if i wanted you could yes so finally after a long time uh a hero in in a brightly colored uh, outfit with a long cape of course you recognize this guy he comes in it's paragon uh paragon steps behind the metal interrogation table and slaps down a, a folder intimidatingly and looks at you. Brain fog. Small-time mugger captured on camera, robbing drunks off the strip. Breaker slash changer. Your victims can never seem to remember what happened afterward, even when we have video footage. Why don't you tell me how that works? I'm not telling you shit. He, he kind of folds his arms and then is like, why did you come in if you're not telling us shit? It was all Rusty's idea. <laughs> he, he, he shakes his head and pinches his nose as if this makes sense. And then, he, and then he, you notice him look at the one-way mirror um, with kind of a meaningful glance. Um, and then he says, he kind of like sighs and says, Look, kid, we know you can edit memories. I need details. How does this work? How, how this goes for you depends very much on your honesty here. Can you read minds? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, you, okay, so you could look into someone's mind and, and see what they did recently. Totally. Okay, well, okay, great. Th this is great. This is great. All right. Um, okay, guys, next question. Guys, I'm lying to these people. Good job, man. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep it up. It up. Keep, it, keep it up. So he, he, like, flips through, like, some notes in the folders. Could you make someone remember that they had already done something they haven't done yet? Could you change, for example just the location of a memory without changing anything else about it. Totally. Great. This it's is okay. It's easy. All right. Brain fog. I think we might be able to help you here. Wait, with help. How? And, and then he, he just leaves. Can I be, a, can I be a hero? Wait. Um, Hey, <laughs> so you're, you're still, you're still in the room. So, so next, some, a couple of soldiers come to get, uh, rusty and they, it, assuming nothing goes awry, they, Take you down the hallway uh, to a separate interrogation room. I I walk uh, without resisting. Okay. And uh, the person who comes into this interrogation room uh, is a woman wearing white armor and a white cape. Uh, Radiant greets you. Tex. Well, howdy there, Radiant. Seems we meet once again. Yes, it's quite a thing to see you here. Tex, a.k.a. Rusty Greer. You've been a thorn in our side for years, and today you just turn yourself in? What the hell is going on? Well, that's kind of what I wanted to talk to y'all about. See, the thing is, well, the Protectorate is just goddamn ineffectual. 
I haven't been hiding or nothing. You know where our hideout is. And you've just been letting us operate in all sorts of nefarious criminal ways for over 20 years. And, uh, well, seems to me that maybe y'all could use a little bit of help getting this shit under control. Are you a fan of literature, Radiant? As, as a matter of fact, I am, actually. Um, and I, I'm, I'm completely baffled, but continue. Have you ever uh, read the novel Suicide Squad? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, is, is that a is that Dostoevsky? Is that like a Rush, Is that Russian literature? Well, I can't necessarily remember who wrote it, but the main idea is the uh, there's sometimes there's stuff that needs to be done that well just can't really be done up on the up on the level. If you get my drift, you've got all these rules about not hurting no one and not exploding their identities and all this and uh well it seems to me if you had uh in this book they had a uh, a team of of criminals who weren't afraid to get their hands dirty taking care of the stuff that needs to get taken care of now this city's a goddamn travesty do you agree well I think you definitely agree, but I also think, uh, I mean, I think that I definitely agree, but I also think that I'm uh, probably the wrong person to be making this pitch to there, Rusty. Uh, th- this is actually your your plan? I, I turn to the uh, two-way mirror okay. and um, say, have you read the Suicide Squad? N- nothing happens, um, and, and she's, she's kind of shaking her head, and she's like, oh, all right, look level with me here are you involved with this thing what thing and, and and now she just squints at you like like she's trying to read you okay look i brought you some uh sodi pop as a sign of good faith all right all right look we'll deal with you thugs the high rollers and loose cannons and all that garbage in due time but does the name gold sunrise mean anything to you Nope. She she again stares at you for a while and then uh, looks like she believes you and then looks at the mirror and then says, I'll be back. And then she she walks out. Do, do, do we know what the Golden Sunrise is, guys? Mm, I don't. Ah. Guys, what's going on over there? Oh, they're just doing their hero thing. Are we going to be are we going to be superheroes? Well, I'm not sure. Um, Me either. Metric, you, you hear someone coming to get you. Uh, all right. Um, so Here we go. you're brought to yet another interrogation room. This one's a, a bit larger than the other two, although you wouldn't know that because you didn't see the other two. And there's actually a TV on the wall in this one. All right. So the guy who comes in and sits across from you, you, you do recognize, but uh, not uh, in, in, you've only seen him once. Uh, you recognize him as Double Jeopardy. And he sits down across from you with, with his own folder and he takes his sweet time tidying the folder and flipping through pages. It says, uh, metric, so mysterious. Well, let's see what your deal is. And then he just stares at you. Uh, uh-huh. Interesting. You, you once threw a ball and then he looks like he's concentrating a lot for your dog to catch. Yeah. And it 
and stop me if this sounds familiar. I mean, it, yeah. And nailed your dog in the head. Yeah. And you feel more guilty about this than anything you've ever done in your life. Well, you, you can't you can't just throw a ball and hit your own animal, right? That's like that's that's maybe the saddest thing that it's possible for a human to do. Have you do, do you have a pet? I I have a cat. Have you have you ever thrown have have you ever given your cat like catnip and then like thrown something for your cat and then it just like totally nailed your cat in the face while it was on catnip? Yes. Did, was that the worst thing that has ever happened to you in your life? He looks at the mirror and he's like this interview is over and he walks out. <laughs> um actually, yeah. So <laughs> so he walks out and then and then Radiant comes in and says uh what the hell? Okay. Well, <laughs> uh you're a tinker, yes? Allegedly. Do you make bombs? Ah, uh, I mean dimensional weapons? Oh, I mean you're you're kind of messing Don't lie to me. Well, so one we know you're part of this this is did, getting did you out make of the hand. device i'm not really giving me an opportunity to answer one most tinkers can probably make bombs because we have access to extra dimensional knowledge that's pretty out of this world if you think about it but i don't haven't don't think i've made any bombs in recent history um i'd have to think for a bit but what what are you talking about um, so finally she, she looks at the mirror again and kind of nods. And the next thing that happens is, uh, Rusty and Brain Fog, you're both brought under guard into this room where Metric is sitting. Um, and you can't help but notice as you're walking through the halls of the PRT headquarters that there don't seem to be nearly as many personnel around as you would have expected. It's literally just Radiant and Paragon escorting you in. There's, there's hardly any PRT soldiers. There's no other staff, um... And, and as, as as they seat you all in the room together, is this our like our introduction to the hero squad meeting? They, we don't have to watch any of those stupid HR videos, do we? No. Uh, um, Paragon says no, not HR videos. We'll we'll get to that. Uh, Radi- Radiant and then Radiant mutters to Double Jeopardy. Uh, what do you think, DJ? And Double Jeopardy stares. Um, at at uh at both of the newcomers first brain fog he says uh this kid doesn't feel any remorse for the muggings i'll tell you that but feels terrible about something let's see hmm looks like he's done something to a friend what the killed no close but somehow wrong betrayed closer Hard to get images. It's I, abstract. I, I, get, I feel like this is breaking some kind of law. I get so upset that I go, um, I go fog form. Okay. Um, and what's going to happen? Interesting. Um, and I'm going to try to erase that from his head. Okay. Well, so, so <laughs> oh, everyone, everyone kind of takes fighting stances, but, but, but Paragon is like, calm down, kid. All right. All right. Look, we just want to talk. Get him the fuck out of my head. All right, back off, Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy like waves his hand. He's like, "All right, all right. I, uh, I, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I don't even know what's going on. It's your thing, man." I still really want to erase his memory. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting that n- no one could actually tell us what you were doing, so you could probably try. I'm gonna try. 
Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got a six. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you do? Um. Can I just like? Do I have to? I, I don't remember how this works. Do I have to like sub it out, or can I just get rid of it? Um. I think you could just get rid of it, but he. You could get rid of it, but you could just yeah. You could just get rid of it, but he would know that you did that. Whereas no. So I'm just gonna say, he. He read me, and nothing about anything I'm guilty for he picked up on. Okay, all right. Okay. And instead, um, yeah, he says, I'm definitely not guilty for the... Um, I'm definitely not guilty about the, the muggings, and he seems oddly excited about the prospect of becoming a hero. Okay. <laughs> I, I think in, in his mind, first of all, he doesn't know you're doing this to him. Yeah. And second of all, he's kind of already backed off from you because Paragon ordered him to. Um, so he's not even going to say anything about that. That's just, he just, uh, remembers that now. Okay. All right, fine. I have backed off and I definitely didn't do anything. Yeah. He, he, he's actually a little bit perturbed because his power doesn't allow him to, to know when people are excited about things. It only allows him to know when people are guilty about things. So, oh, oh, oops. <laughs> that throws him off, but, but you already made that mistake. So maybe he'll, maybe he'll figure that out later. Oh no. Um, then, then he turns to Rusty and says, are you going to make a fuss if I take a look at you? Yep. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you can't, none of us, back off. We came to you, remember? And he, he looks at Paragon and he's like, are you sure about this? I don't trust these guys, like, at all. I mean, they're not even remotely cooperative. We brought you the you fucking 7-Up. thought you good guys weren't allowed to fuck with people's brains. Yeah. Seems to me that's a lot more evil than shooting someone in the leg or oh, wait, hold just... up. I have to stop fucking with people's brains if I become a good guy. <laughs> it, it was well, stand- no no. Standard passive sensing power, it's completely permissible. He wasn't manipulating you. Relax. And and then Radiant says he says to the other two, All right. Anything you pick up make you think that we can't use them for this specifically? And uh double jeopardy. He's just like, oh, I wouldn't let him babysit my kids, and I didn't get to read Rusty, getting a really weird vibe on the frat kid. Um, but I'm not reading any connection to this situation. Yeah, what um, what is uh, this situation? Radiant says, should we show them? Um, and Paragon says, uh, well... He still thinks it's the right approach, despite his predisposition to the situation and the parties involved. And uh, eyes and ears, for what it's worth, says that she didn't see any involvement from these three. And then, oh, that's finally, nice, we did that. Good, good job, guys. It always, it always pays to be polite to people. You guys remember that. I'm saying in my head, of course. <laughs> so finally, he nods, and then Radiant turns on the TV. And now you're watching a news feed from a major news station. And there's an aerial view that circles the remains of what seems to have been a large apartment building. And it's been completely destroyed. And a spherical region near the center of the debris is just gone. Uh, and it seems obvious that powers were involved here. Hey, we didn't do that. <laughs> um, Par- Paragon narrates, the bomb detonated a few hours ago. The apartment building was empty. This was just a demonstration. The bomber called us shortly before the detonation and told us, that they would blow up three more locations if their demands weren't met by noon today. 
the Hotel Thebes, the ZTZ Grand, and the First National Bank. We've evacuated the ZTZ and the bank, but it seems that there are hundreds of people trapped inside the Thebes Hotel. We're not yet sure how exactly. Um, and then, then the door opens, and two PRT soldiers drag somebody into the room. For all appearances, it's just a construction worker wearing like a yellow neon vest. And then Radiant says, I caught this guy placing a tinker device at the, S at the ZTZ Grand. He deployed it before I could stop him, and our experts have suggested that we leave the devices alone until we understand them better. And then, after having presented all of this to you, the three hero capes look at each other, and finally, Double Jeopardy says, Look, we have it on, let's say, good authority that the best way out of the situation is to hand it over to you guys. Thinker stuff, precog stuff, you get it? We're having a hard time with this ourselves. Hey, Double Jeopardy. Frank. I'm not yeah. having a hard time with it. I'll take who is a fucking douchebag for 400, please. It's a, Frankly, it's a Jeopardy reference. Oh, uh, God. Well, that's mighty topical of you, young brain fog. <laughs> Thanks, man. Why did I choose this name? <laughs> Frankly, I would like to lodge a formal complaint that I think it's incredibly suspicious that these three decided to turn themselves in today of all days with this going on. Yeah, but we're kind of surprised it's working ourselves. And the other two were just like, look, it's never, he's never steered us wrong. You three, I don't care. This is a henchman apprehended at the scene. We're going to walk out of this room. Don't hurt him in any way that can be detected. And then you can just walk out of this building. Are you suggesting we form some sort of Suicide Squad? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were a fan of literature, Brain Fog. That's fuck you, buddy. Fuck. So the three heroes leave, like, looking extremely despondent, and they leave you with the, uh... Well? Uh, the, the, uh, the uh, henchman in the construction worker garb. Well. well, boys, I must say I'm a little bit disappointed in the moral fortitude of the organization that we've just become a part of. Kind of explains why they haven't really been able to catch us so far if they were this quick to just give us this. I mean, it turns out the secret is just rolling up to hero organizations and saying you want to join them, and they just lay you in. Yeah, sweet thought. Well, uh, Brain Vegas Fog, awesome. I, I suppose you should get to work, uh, you know, with the inner what's-its um, of his mind. Well, so, he, guys, here's the thing. Thing. I can't actually just read minds and stuff. Well, we just have to employ a bit of trickery. Yeah. Are, are we saying this all out loud in front of this guy, by the way? I mean, I think we're what, Matt has, what Matt has done now is allowed us to talk in our heads for all right. eternity, Oh, yeah, that's, so. that's true. Yeah. So actually, you're just staring at him coldly, <laughs> um, doing this in your heads. And, and he's and he's he, he himself is actually really disturbed that he's been handed over to villains. Uh, hey guys, uh, I'm uh, look. Just uh, I don't know what's what's going on here. I um, hey, I, I'm, I was doing. I, I was. Hey buddy, I'm gonna system. fuck. I'm gonna fuck with your brain in a bit. We're talking over here, kind of. You could. Talk, you could. You're talking. You 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 could convince him that he's already told us everything or half of everything, and then see if he keeps telling us everything. Yeah, I guess. Well, let me go ahead and try my little trick first. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, your trick is kind of scary, but it works. I'm going to do the whole thing with the biology class and the fungus. And yeah, that's, that's Can we just, like, idea. hit fast forward on that? 
Matt kind of don't want to watch. Can, oh, uh, he, he's getting like j- just just the staring is making him extremely uncomfortable. Um, I I squat down in front of him and go, um, well, <clears throat> do you know what my superhero name is? I I don't know. I don't know anything. Oh my god! He just starts crying. My superhero name is uh, Mold. <laughs> mold. <laughs> Yeah, mold, mold. like like the like the stuff that the stuff that grows on bread and, and yeah, the and, stuff and toxic that grows on bread and you know cures uh, you know it's an antibiotic I hear and makes cheese, yeah. but uh, isn't there a kind that that like infects ants' brains and and like they crawl up sticks of grass and <laughs> it's, it's huh. something like that they spread spores. Well, uh, slightly disappointed you've heard of that. But um, wait, is that is that your power? That is, in fact, my power. So he just falls out of his chair onto his knees, and he's like, uh, "Okay, okay, all right." I was told, I was told that I was installing a teleporting device. Okay, that's what they said. I I don't know what it really does. They said it was a teleporting device. Well, do you have any more? Did did you? Is it already? Do you have any more bits of it? It's just it's just gone. There what does other... it uh, look like and so forth? Uh, it's like a cylinder with two prongs coming out of it. There were three other guys with me. They all had one of them. And uh, all three of us went out to to the hotel and, and we set them up uh, around the building. Or I who, assume the other guys did. I, I was caught. Who told you to put teleporting devices on? Why, why, would, why would you do that? Why would he, you do he fi- that? He finally seems a little hesitant to answer. The, the, the tirade of spilling his guts finally stops. I got, I got a plan. I get in his brain, and I make him think that we cut his dick off. <laughs> and then we'll cut some other stuff off if he doesn't tell All us. Right. All right, dude. What did you get out of this? Oh, m- m- money. I'm... And you and you thought it was going to teleport people to another dimension or something? Um, I thought it was going to teleport. Um, I'm not entirely clear, actually. I think So I still have my shotgun? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oddly, I'm I'm losing patience. I put it up to his knee, okay. and I'm like, "Look, um, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to blow your fucking leg off. Second thing I'm going to do is uh, infect your brain through the wound, and make you throw yourself off of a large building." <laughs> now, and then if I'm I don't hear a truthful answer, <laughs> part one is going to commence. Henceforth, is that, my boss's name is Taker. He's a cape. Teleports. Taker. Huh. Have Taker? Who does Taker work for? I, I I don't know. He has a partner, but I, I don't remember I don't remember her name. Okay. I look what I, does she I, look I, like? I, I really like my leg. I don't remember um she has um a green uh, skin tight outfit, uh doesn't carry any weapons, it's um green not, mask. Not super disappointed. And what were you told was going to happen? I was told that we were robbing these places. And that it was going to involve teleportation somehow. Hmm. Well, that's respectable enough. Do you guys would, have any more questions for would, this guy? I would like to just point out that we're, like, really good at torture. <laughs> <laughs> so, the options that seem most obvious would be... <laughs> this is Matt's way of telling us to hurry up. To check out the ZTZ Grand Hotel... 
to go to the bank or to go to the Thebes Hotel. These are the three locations um, that were that were specified as being the um, um, the targets of the bombing uh, threat. All right. Well, there was the one that had people in it. So uh, I, I, I propose as our first act as heroes, we go and save a building full of people. Okay, Sounds reasonable. The, the, the Thebes Hotel. Should we bring this yeah. dude with us? Because like, we like to kidnap people. Probably. Well, I don't think anyone really cares much about this guy. In fact, those heroes were even letting willing to let me blow this guy's knee off. So yeah, I but was he could, seriously yeah. going to well, cut pause. his dick off. Pa- pause. <laughs> he knows what the the weird taker tech looks like. We should at least have him be able to like point things out at, or like point to where. Let's just let's just bring him. He'll he'll be useful. I'm sure he'll be useful. How do you guys keep all the names of these capes straight? I'm so confused. Well, well, I, we 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 got a whole uh, department working for us now. We can always just phone back. Did you give them a bleeper? Oh, that's a great idea. I like. You, I, I what you got to do is you got to set them up with those bleepers because those things. Doesn't are that mean they can technology. hear our thoughts? How's this no, it's it's work? selective. It's it's, it's look. You just it's whoever you want to hear your thoughts obviously is the one who gets to hear your thoughts. But how do I control that? You just just think something and don't want me to hear it. <laughs> I see. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear anything so, at all. So, Look at that. No, you do. You do. <laughs> Rusty, Rusty is currently thinking about boobs. Or not Rusty. Wait, sorry, Billy. Rust, Billy. Brain fog. Yes. Yeah. He's like. Um, no wait. Um, money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> boobs. All right. Whatever, Billy. Rusty, you, you Turn understand. It off. Let's let's give let's give our little hero friends one of these bleepers and then we can we can get on get on out of here. Alrighty. Uh we just I guess they said we could walk out the front door, so we uh do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just so, like leave some bleepers all over the place in their building. <laughs> just throw them. <laughs> so so wait. We just like we turned ourselves in and they took us and gave us a case and now we just get to leave? Yeah, I think we're cops now. And all those crimes we did, they're just gone? I mean, to be, to be fair, there's not really, like, real justice in this world, if you think about it. Like, like Rusty said, we probably would have been, like, arrested decades ago if they actually cared about justice. Shit, hang on, yeah. guys. I'm going to go rob someone real quick. <laughs> I mean, it probably wouldn't stop you. <laughs> There'll be plenty of time for that later, my uh, foggy friend. All right. All right. Um, Do you remember what car you took here? Hey, hey wait. <laughs> uh, I think we were in someone else's van or something. Brain fog. What a. Uh, what happened to your friend? Uh, don't. I don't. I don't know. Come on. We don't. We don't have time. Let's go. Well, I suppose they're not going to hurt him. I mean, all right. Let's maybe. get going over to the hotel. Okay. So, you guys get into your vehicle. And you make your way to the Hotel Thebes, which you you all know where these three locations are because they're all like major, um, you know, large Las Vegas structures that no one could could miss or, or not know about. Is there like, anything like symbolically meaningful about the placement of these structures as if viewed from a map? Uh, they're probably close to in a line with each other because these are all like on kind of the 
major thoroughfare like strip or at least the two banks are are they like equally spaced hotels are um equally spaced not really okay just no there doesn't seem to be any cabalistic meaning in their space all right that's that's what i was getting at all right okay okay um i'm also i guess gonna bleep to whoever picked up our bleepers at the detect protectorate um we're we're gonna try to clear the hotel you guys look for the cylinder things at the other places okay so because there's assuming they've got people out might as well hit them all simultaneously okay you don't get any response because even if someone were looking at the bleeper they wouldn't have any idea how to respond yeah that's that's fine and i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna bo- I'm, assu- I'm assuming they overheard anyway so i'm gonna bleep okay. to my boy eric tell him to meet us at the hotel or, or okay. assume i did that on the way over okay all right and i think it's also safe to assume that app has been following uh over the car as you've driven of course um, yeah. yeah so you get there um there's like a fairly like wide uh you know uh what's the word um area that's been cleared and with like police tape keeping people away from the building um but uh as you as you approach um the line it's clear that the police know like to look for people of your description because they let you through this is awesome we're the law around these parts apparently all right i activate my visor as we're approaching the building okay um so are you close enough for your visor to be in range? Uh, yes. I guess you're just going to drive right up to it. Yeah. So yeah, so you, you do see that there are actually a few a few people uh, kind of patrolling the halls inside the building, like uh, a small a small handful. Um, that you're able to notice. Do I see any cylinders? Um, I mean, <laughs> you, you might have to move around more because it's a pretty big building, and I think your range wouldn't really capture like the whole building. All right. Well, I guess we we drive in at least one loop around the building. Are there hostages in in the floors with these people walking around? Or what's your range again, metric? Man, I don't remember. Whatever is narratively interesting. <laughs> no, if it works like that. <laughs> I'm looking at my. Uh, I, I think that you don't. You wouldn't see any hostages because it's a pretty big building, and yeah, you wouldn't see them. All right. Okay, so they're like on the first floor, or whatever. These guards that are walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Well. Uh. What What do you see there, Metric? Well, I just see people patrolling, and that's about it. All right. Well, these are clearly bad people. So uh, what we're going to do is kill them all. Well, I mean... We're the Suicide Squad, and this is the kind of thing that the Protectorate isn't able to do above ground. The problem with killing them all is I'm pretty sure that the uh, Protectorate would just put us on the kill list. That's that's one of those things that they seem to actually care about. Here's the thing. From their perspective, it'll look like they killed each other. Oh, if if we can manage that, then yeah, sure. If you could, if you could sneak your gassiest self in there and so, uh, make one of them think that the other one just shot at him, um, we could start a whole heck of chaos. Yeah, that's that a, seems like something idea. I would have absolutely no moral qualm with doing. Very well. Awesome. Let us proceed. All right. Let's we, we still have the other guy, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so what, one more time, what does, what does the cylinder thing look like? It's like a, 
like a smooth cylinder or is it like it's it's got i guess it's got some uh red red and green flashing lights i, th I think um it's oh, got two prongs lights, really it's got two prongs coming off the top of it he told us to point the prongs kind of toward the building so you you wait you was it at it it was inside the building or it was like outside the building pointing at the building he, he yeah he he was actually rigging a different building okay which one he was rigging the ztz grand which is All the right. other the other of the two hotels Okay, well, first, before we even go in here, let's go and disarm that situation. Because we know where that one is. Okay. Uh, they, they haven't... Uh, I thought they'd already... Okay. That makes sense, I suppose. Or was he caught doing it? He he was caught doing it, but he had already finished uh, um, setting it up. And and the tinkers told uh, um, Radiant not to, not to touch it. Because they didn't know what it did. Oh, well. Okay. Well, we know what it does. So, uh, guy. <laughs> yes. Can you walk metric through the setup process here so that maybe he can reverse it? Um, yeah, sure, sure. So you set it on the ground and then you push a button on top. Wow. And then, uh, did any of the lights blink or something? Um, I don't remember. I'm just going to be honest you with you guys. I, don't, I probably won't be able to do anything with this, but maybe I can. So let's try anyway. So, but we can point it at something else. Well, but if we touch it, it might just trigger it. If we try and tamper with it, it might trigger well, it. Well, that's fine because those buildings are empty. So this will be our test That's that's bomb. That's a good point. Yeah. Let, all right. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm ready. So, all right. We go. We, we, we abandon our initial plan or put it on hold oh, actually oh man well let's put it on, we could do it simultaneously but it's more fun probably if we stay together um so well uh, we can do it let's do it simultaneously all right so <laughs> brain we're gonna have brain fog go in and make the people start killing each other by messing with their memories and thinking that they've already been shot at um and Metric and I and the guy are going to go over and perform a few experiments on the cylinder bombs that All we right. know about. I like it. Okay. Commence plan. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to have to alternate between people. So I guess since you guys are driving, we'll stick with brain fog for now. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are you going to do? I'm going to do that. Okay. So you're going inside? Yeah. In, I'm inside in, in smoky form. Okay. So there's all these people at, like, at the checkout counter like, what the? Ugh. Ah. This what so, is this hotel? <laughs> so let's see. Like you, you, once you're inside, you see um, one or two guys in in construction vests, kind of like the other guy. Um, seems to be kind of a uniform at this point. And you also see like a large tinker device in the lobby. Uh, since I, I guess you probably went in like the front door. Yeah. In, in the lobby, there's like a giant tinker device that just if if you had to like draw a picture of a bomb then that it would look like this that's what this picture looks like well that makes it easy okay so wait so there are these guys just standing around and we're assuming they're bad guys so i'm going to have them kill each other um they have they have like um kind of tinkerish looking guns if that helps it's up to you though yeah no that i I'm free and clear let's do it that's enough <laughs> 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 green light 
Okay. Hope they uh, are I, lo- I love being a hero. You don't have to feel guilty about any of this shit. That's because we have justice on our exactly. side. Exactly. <laughs> this is what moral righteousness feels like. <laughs> um, okay. So how many are there, Matt? Well, you, you see two, um, but you know, you're basically on one hallway and there, there's other hallways. It's, it's a fairly extensive area. Okay. Um, this is going to be, this is going to take all my, my brain fogging. Can you roll like a notice check, a, a wits check? Sure. Uh, wits. Four. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, you just notice like there's a, a kind of a indistinct sound coming from kind of deeper into the building that you identify as being uh, like an amplified voice speaking over a microphone. And it's just kind of continuing and, and you know, like that kind of thing. Huh. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to mosey on up to the one on the right. Okay. All right. And I'm going to, I'm going to fog him. What the hell? <laughs> All right, roll. Um, man. So okay, I got a five, but okay. I got to modifier it, and I don't know. This is definitely not a small edit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I mean, so... would it be a, a minus? Like uh, my rules say, like a minus one for um a minute chunk of time or a big edit and minus two for like a five minute chunk of time. Okay. But um, we only need a few seconds. Of it. Yeah. But I yeah. think this is a pretty big, like to convince yeah. someone that's the other guy on the other side of the room is trying to kill him is it's a pretty big edit. So um, you, you actually mysteriously got a six on that roll. Wow. Despite getting a five on it. In- so interesting. If that affects your thinking there. Why? But it's a complete mystery to you. You just feel like your power is a little bit stronger. Okay. Okay. I like it. I'm very happy <laughs> about this. Um, yeah. So, I, so basically my thing is, my, my plan is I'm going to convince him that the other guy just shot at him several times and he missed, but okay. he's about to fire again. All right. And just see what happens. All right. What the hell? Jared? Son of a bitch. And then he, he pulls the gun and he starts shooting at the other guy. Hey. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> and and uh, let, let, me, let me see if he hits the other guy, actually. What the hell, Bartholomew? What are these? <laughs> uh, he, he misses. <laughs> Jared, you son of a bitch. Um, anyway, these guys are just now shooting each other. They, they, they've actually, the, the first shot missed, so now it's just a firefight. It okay. wasn't a... It wasn't a clean takedown. Okay, and I go over to the other one now. And okay. I I tell him that the other guy slept with his wife. Okay. The, the reason I'm shooting at you is that you slept with my wife, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. We will continue to shoot each other now. So they're shooting like like light lightning lightning bullets at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, it is surprisingly easy to fuck with people <laughs> when you when you can rewrite yep. their memory. There's no order in this world anymore, brain fog. There's my order. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm coming. Um, all right. What, what do you do? Uh, let's let's see. 
Yeah, what do you do next? Because that didn't really take very long. Hey, um... Next floor. Well, I mean, you go isn't, figure out what isn't that the device, is. like, right in front of me? That's probably a fake bomb. There's, like, That's no like way. That's, like, a different device. There's, oh, like, yeah. there's, like, layers of things happening right now. Okay. Uh, next floor. One floor okay. up. Okay. Where's the where's the voice coming from? Well, so you go one floor up, and the voice is definitely louder now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I head towards the direction of the voice. Okay, um, so fairly quickly, you get to the doors of what's obviously an auditorium. Um, what do you what do you do? I sneak these in. Okay. So as you ooze through the doors of the auditorium, um, you see that it's basically a giant kind of one of those Vegas style theaters. Um, with all the hostages all sitting in their seats. And uh, they're all looking at the stage. And on the stage is a woman in a green suit um, with a green mask. And she's she's talking to all of them. And she's saying, uh, that's right. Everything's fine. Just We're just going to wait a little bit longer. And if anything goes wrong, you're just going to kill yourselves. But don't worry right now. Everything's fine right now. Don't kill yourselves yet. Um, why don't you roll a, a wits roll? Okay. Three. Okay. Um, you see that they're all holding things. In the, all of the people in the audience, they're all holding things in their hands. Am I close enough to my teammates to do the mind weep? No. That, the, the range is like 100 feet, and they're, they've like started driving quite a while ago. Shit. So. I, and I'm in fog form, so I can't regular bleep. You're in, you're in fog form. And it's really debatable whether the bleep thing would still work when the bleeper itself is a cloud of gas that's being managed by your shard. Oh, anyway. it would definitely work. Look, yeah. <laughs> Probably would, <laughs> no? actually. Metrics says you, it would work. Don't you dare <laughs> speak ill of my boy Metrics powers. Yeah. Since your body is probably, like, basically in a pocket dimension anyway, then yeah, whatever. You know what? Your face is in a pocket dimension. That's true. Okay, um, so I'm just, like, not sure what to do now. I just kind of, like, I take a look all around the room and see if anything. Is there, like, a, it's like, is it, is wits the, like, the role for search, I guess? Yeah, sure, yeah. Didn't I already do that, though? Do I see? Uh, You could do, you could spend, I mean, if you choose to spend some time on it, then we'll let you do it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, presuming that they can't see me or smell me, I'm wandering the it's like a giant like hotel conference room right like the the big like ballroom type things yeah yeah exactly okay yeah i'm wandering looking for stuff okay so and i got a one so that's probably not gonna go well yeah you don't uh you don't notice anything at all uh what 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 does inevitably you walk by some of the people and as you as you walk by the hostages you see that the thing they're holding in their hand which you'd noticed before most of them have some kind of like weapon, like a knife, or in some cases just like a glass in one hand, and in the other hand is a golden ticket. Um, and can, as can I see what's on the golden ticket? Like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? It, it yeah. If, if you if you try to read it, um, they say something along the lines of one ticket for this for the greatest show on earth, or something like that. And but but since this since you took some time to do this, the woman on the stage pauses in her kind of sonorous monologue and puts a hand to her ear and and says, uh, what? Jared and Bartholomew are shooting at each other. What the hell? All right. Handle the situation. 
it, do I need to do anything about it? Okay. No. No, I need to stay here and manage these people. All right. All right, everything's fine. Don't kill yourselves yet. That wasn't that big a deal. And then she kind of goes back to it. Okay. So I don't recognize this lady, do I? No. I mean, she, she fits the description of the woman in green that you heard about before. Okay. Um, okay. And what was her name? What any, was her name again? You didn't get her name. You didn't get her She's name. She's just not like wearing a name tag or anything? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. What was the other guy's name? Taker. Taker, that's right. Okay. She's probably Maker. The Makers and the Takers. It's a very, it's a very political podcast. Yes, that's relevant. <laughs> um. <laughs> so hold on. So um, the thing that already went off was called an explosion, but there was, there was just like a sphere missing from the center of the building, right? Correct. So for all we know, it did teleport something. For all you know, I will say the building looked right. like it was just completely destroyed. Well, yeah, that would happen if it got a chunk of it teleported out, though. Right. Okay. So if if Brain Fog doesn't have any ideas, he, then I would say he that certainly the other guys, does not. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the other guys have probably reached the other building by now, so we can switch the, the camera over over there. Okay. Um, we uh, where is this cylinder that this guy's taking us to? Um, so like if you go basically to the parking garage that's adjacent to the building, it's in, it's like inside the parking garage, um, but really close to the edge of the building proper. And there's like protected people guarding it or something, I guess, cause they know it's here. Um, yeah, but they don't look happy about it. Um, okay. I walk through and kind of like flash my wallet, even though there's nothing in there. Um, and, uh, Walk up to the to the cylinder device. Is it something you can pick up? I guess it is because this guy put it there. Well, well hold hold your uh, horses there, Rusty. Uh, all right, I'm going to conduct a series of tests. Guy, what what's uh can can we touch it without it doing anything? Do you you got any more anything for us here? Um, I mean, he just said to deploy it, and he said that if it moved, then um, like our dimension. Or maybe all of the dimensions might be crooked afterward. I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how he phrased it. Something about shear and dimensions twisting. Huh. Well, it doesn't. That doesn't sound so bad. All right. Tearing. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a give it the old look. See here. I activate my visor. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so you see that it is, in fact, a very sophisticated tinker device beyond your understanding. Um, let's see. Roll, roll wits to see. Like, do you have a particular skill that's like assess, assess other tinkers' work? I um, thought you had something along those lines. Something to do with that. Maybe not. That would be so useful right I now. I know you had a skill. I know you had a skill that was like about securing your tech. But, um... um. I, Which is not the same thing as this, but uh, I don't remember such a thing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna roll my wits now. Okay, I uh, <laughs> got a one. Okay, um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, you you can't really infer anything about how the device works. All right, I'm uh, gonna uh, hold hold, the, hold on. I'm hold. just gonna ask the dude something real quick. Uh, all right, all right, Rusty. Um, 
now when he gave you the instructions to deploy this, he did he tell you to just put it somewhere in this building pointed at that building, or did he give you like a like a sextant to get all the angles and crap right? Um, he he pulls out a uh, like a piece of uh, blueprint paper and he just hands it to you, and you can see that it's got like the parking garage and like a little very highly stylized and, and very professional looking little mark right where right where the generator is supposed to be. And, and then he says, uh, yeah, and then he said to point the two prongs and he kind of like indicates them with his finger on the actual device toward the building. But not like right. he, he didn't tell you like the angle and with like a latitude and a longitude and whatnot. It was just like that way. I mean, no, he didn't. I don't know what what's uh well, latitude, that, that, Im- like... that implies to me, Metric, that we've got quite a bit of leeway with this device. It's yeah, sort of a point-and-shoot sort of deal. I think I agree. Uh, uh, app, can you can you give this thing a look? Do you have any idea what's going on here? Interesting. Um, I'll, I'll roll for app. All right. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Allow me. Um, my scanners are superior to yours, if you well, don't <laughs> mind my saying so. No, I mean, I made them that way on purpose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that right, sir. Um, sir, it appears that there is a carrier wave signal being transmitted between the four uh, the four devices. Uh, so huh. I could enable you to locate the other three. Additionally, the four devices appear to be uh, narrow broadcasting uh, their signal uh, back to a fifth location. That's interesting. Can you spoof the signal? Do you have that that transmitter working on you mm, the spoofer i do not believe that you finished the spoofer module oh, i can give you the i can quadrangulate uh i hope you enjoyed that pun sir uh the they, the they signal yeah i would, well, the, what, I would appreciate what kind of what kind of signal are we talking about here is this radio waves um electromagnetic spectrum uh radio microwave combination uh tinker interdimensional stuff you know how it goes i do not <laughs> all right well let's uh let's pass that on to the uh other to our to our friends here our compatriots now is this signal a a repeating signal or is it constantly changing um it appears to be a repeating signal does it uh, say anything uh, it, well, I, it is likely to be encrypted, sir. I cannot, I cannot uh, interpret it. Um, well, that doesn't matter. As long as it is repeating, we can reproduce it. Well, maybe this interdimensional stuff can get pretty complicated. Uh, an app? Can you, you really the spoof the, the spoofer really doesn't can't really do anything. Well, the primary problem, sir, is that the four signals are being generated from four different locations. Um, I would suspect that. We would have to have four signal spoofers to create the same effect of the four waves arriving at the target location. Uh, that's that's true. But the right, target well, location is only two blocks from here, sir. I don't. Well, I'm not ready for that yet. All right, here's what I'm going to do first. I'm going to take a stick and I'm going to just poke it slightly to the left or right, so it's still pointing at the building, but just at a slightly different point on the building, just okay. to. Just to see what happens. Uh, the old okay. Billy method. <laughs> Poke it with a stick. Does anything change with regards to the signal or 
or the world's reality, the nature of reality itself as they do so. I mean, the, the, the whole building shudders as if struck by a small earthquake. Other than that, nothing. Interesting. Ah, did you get any readings off of that? Um, yes, sir. There was a high frequency disruption in the dimensional matrix. I don't have the sensors for this, sir. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, thought I might ask. Well, okay. well, I think we're uh, I think this little little thing is kind of anchored to that building, if you will. I think uh, you might be right, young metric. Uh, um, hmm. I suppose what we should do is follow the source of the signal to the man behind the curtain. I, that was a Wizard of Oz reference I, I, for you youngsters. I, I got I got that. Um <laughs> I'm curious to know if if we could pick up the building with this device, but I don't know if we should do it. Ooh. Well, that is a fun idea. Let's let me let me try and lift. I'm going to I like get down on the ground and I get very very close to the cylinder and I I like just barely tip up the tip of the cylinder. What happens? Is it just like a huge cr- cracking sound and like a whole bunch of concrete falls off the facade of the building? And, and like thousands of windows shatter, I suppose. Huh. Cool. The, the, the PRT officers like, shift uncomfortably. <laughs> uh, are you sure you need to be uh, touching that thing? Uh, well, we I might... kind of flash my wallet again. It's all right. We're part of the suicide squad. Everything's fine here. Suicide we might squad. need to use this later, guys. Don't don't let anyone touch this. All right. Uh, it's very yeah, important. I'm not going to let anyone touch it. Don't. It's very uh, important that no one except us touches this. <laughs> I yeah. want to remind, like, I'm not even there, and y'all are fucking up this bad. This is. <laughs> yeah. Fuck if anything. Look, I just want to drop a building on somebody later. All right. What, so, one so of the cops like walks away with his radio. He's like, I, I, need, I request clarification on our <laughs> orders here. <laughs> all right, let's let's go let's go track right, down the let's signal. Let's go to the app. Lead, lead us lead us uh, lead us on. Um, okay, so. Uh, basically, uh, a couple blocks over, there is a department store, um, and he floats over to kind of the, um, like a ramp leading down into the loading area behind the department store, or like under the department store, I should say, and he's like, oh, down there, sir, uh, the signal originates under the building through these doors, I believe. Oh. Uh, Metric, what's on the other side of these doors? I, I, I look through the doors. Okay, there's a crap load of tinker equipment, and it looks like a tinker workshop, basically. Just lots and lots of tinker stuff, and, um, yeah, and... and no people? Um, you don't see any people. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting phrasing. I, it looks like a fantastic tinker shop, uh, but I can't see anybody in there, but, you know, you can never really tell with traps tinkers put in their tinker shops. I mean, Very I should well. say that it's 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 a large enough area that you only see like part of it with your visor. Really, really big tinker shop. And and furthermore, it's full of electronic stuff, so it's oh yeah, it dis- it's just it really disrupts, hard to see. Yeah. It disrupts your your view. Yeah, it's just really can't really read much. Probably Billy would be better to get in some intel in here if we had him. Yeah. Uh, well, Billy is occupied. That's With true. a very important mission at the moment, which we cannot speak out loud. Cut, cut back to Billy. <laughs> yeah, cut back, cut, cut back, back to, Billy. to Billy. What's going on, to Billy? 
I'm like scratching my head. Well, proverbially, proverbially <laughs> scratching my head. I'm like, I guess I'll fuck with the chick in the green dress. And I just try to, <laughs> to brain fart her. Okay. She's like, what the hell? God, Jesus. Man, I got a, I got another six. Okay. <laughs> this is amazing. All right. You're going to have to figure out what to do, fire. though. The tr- the, and, and mysteriously, you got a seven, which doesn't actually mean anything. Um, <laughs> or, I, I suppose we'll give you like an extra notch on whatever. Um, but yeah, the trick here is you have to figure out, you know, what to do. All right. Billy's specialty, figuring out what to do. Um, I don't like I. So is she the only one in the room besides the hostages? Correct. Rewrite the message the guy just gave her. What's a good idea? What mess? What was the message? It was something <laughs> about the guys were shooting each other. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'll do that. I'll do that. Or I'll, okay. I'll make it seem like everything's going on great downstairs. Everything's fine now. Wait, don't I want her to leave? Shit. What do I want? What is my goal, guys? <laughs> I mean, you could you could like try and make her think that the message she's supposed to tell the people is something else. But yeah, that Bill, seems. Billy, risky. remember your goal is very simple. It's to get all of the bad guys to kill each other. Oh, that's true. That's a much better goal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. Man, this could get really fucked up. <laughs> Shouldn't have taken hostages. <laughs> that's true. God, I feel this hero thing. So vindicated. Okay. Um, I'm going to have her, Matt, uh, think that she just got a message saying that Bartholomew and... Um, uh, Jared. Jared have shot each other or one of them has shot the other one and now Jared is engaged in a firefight with two other people and they need her immediately down there okay um oh my god damn it no I can't afford to... shit alright all of you stay in your seats first row Stand up. That's right. And they all stand up sluggishly. All right. That's it. You're going to follow me. We're going to go deal with this problem together. Okay. Just come along. Stay close to me. Stay close to me. Oh, and she she leaves the room, and and uh, and the um the whole first row follows her, and everyone else just stays in their seats. Okay. And she leaves through the side doors. Once she's gone, I reappear, and I'm okay. like. What's up? Um, so what, people, what do they do? They, they they look at you, um, you know, like with kind of a normal human reaction of like a like, oh, a person appearing, but no one says anything. They're all just kind of very very docile seeming. Can you guys talk? Uh, you hear like a faint scattering of like, yeah, yeah, I can talk. I can talk. What do you? What's going on? Uh, what say again? <laughs> no, I think you're gonna have to pick someone. Okay, I point. <laughs> <laughs> I point to a guy that's sitting there. Um. Yeah. You, you know. Uh, talk. Uh. Hi. Yeah. We came to see the show. We got our. We got our tickets. What's the show? Um. It's the greatest show on earth. You hold the ticket and everything's fine. Why do you have a weapon in your hand? Ah, uh, so I can kill myself if if I'm if if she t- if Giver tells me to. 
Oh my god, we are right about the name. <laughs> oh no, we weren't. It's give and take. I get it. That's clever, Matt. Um, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you guys just like leave now? Would, the show's over. Would you like a ticket? Would you like a ticket? Would you like a ticket? No. Would you like a ticket? Everybody drop the tickets. No. No, she told us to hold the ticket. She told us to hold the ticket. I'm going to try to smack the ticket out of his hand without touching the ticket, Matt. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I guess roll to attack. Oh, sure. What do I add to, to that? Um, I've never actually physically fought anything because I just turned into a mind guess. I rolled a three. I don't know what I add to that. I don't have any brawn. Yeah, I, I think feel like that's... fighting docile people probably isn't very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you still have to beat him, though. Yeah, you beat him, <laughs> so um, you knock it out of his hand, and he goes, "What? The hell? What? Where am I? What the hell? Who, did you just hit me? What? Who are? Who are you? Hi. What the hell's going on here? I'm the hero, brain fog, and I puff up my <laughs> chest, and I need your help to defeat. I mean, save these people." Um, okay. Um, what the, they all look... Got, uh, Catherine? Catherine? What's wrong? He's, like, waving his hands in front of the woman's dude, eyes. Dude, you gotta... He's next to him. You gotta smack the golden tickets out of their hand, but whatever you do, don't tell... Don't touch the ticket, and then tell the person to do it to the next person, and then pass it on. No, oh, okay. Um, so he successfully slaps it out of her hand. Um... How many people are here? similarly. Uh, I think I said 200 earlier, and she took the first row. So, how many are there left? How long? I mean, it's the the, the wave. The wave has started. Basically, how long does it and, take? Um, it takes about it's three minutes. All right, back at the lab. <laughs> I mean, let's just like when we did the jump cut to Billy, I was like, he's gonna fuck all this up. But guys, let's just. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Great. This yeah. is fucking amazing. I think we were. I think we were made to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, we can we can cut back to the lab. All right. All right. Let's say uh, we've, we've done like a short circuit around the lab, and I guess we still haven't seen it. Yeah, there, there are any other entrances or anything weird going on around the perimeter? Um, no, it's... No. No. All right. Uh, um, I'm going to just try the door. Okay. Uh, it's... I guess it's it's probably going to be locked. Yeah, That's locked. not an issue for me. Okay. I'm going to uh, put in a breaching round into my shotgun. Okay. And um, Exciting. blow the lock open. Okay. Sound effects department. <laughs> okay. Um, and then as the door swings open, you, uh, you, you. I suppose you step inside, and and you see it's actually a very large room, um, like very high ceiling with catwalks, and devices everywhere, and throbbing rings, and a few things that look kind of like the thing that was that, that you found at, at the um, at the hotel, and high up on one of the catwalks, you see a guy uh, standing in a costume, with uh, lots of like rings around his his limbs arms and legs and torso and like with one around his head and he said and he looks down at you uh, his eyes drawn to the sound and he says aha you'll never catch me coppers ah. and and then he 
points like a pistol at you and fires. Oh. And, uh, I rolled a three. Strikes you and gives you a minor burn on your arm because it's like a lightning pistol. Mm, okay. minor, like a minor, minor wound. Son of a bitch. Who the hey. fuck does this guy think he is? Hey, get 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 down from there. Ha I'm Taker, the greatest thief in the world. And then he, he like I'm gonna shoot at him with my normal shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While he's talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh I got a two. Okay. Just um you hit him. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. Buckshot. I'm pretty far away. Guys, pretty far away. Still really hurts. Billy is saving yeah, like no. 190 people, and you're over there murdering B level. I'm potentially heroes. saving the world, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so the the hit like terribly wounds his. Uh, let's see. Oh God, his leg, and and he, he screams ah, and and, and, he, and he falls. But before he hits the ground, he kind of like shimmers and sizzles, and then he like pops. And then you see him standing like across the room, leaning against a piece of equipment. Is he still injured? He's definitely still injured. Okay. Um, I'm going to reload my shotgun while all this is happening. Hey, look, stop. Just don't move and you won't get shotgunned again. Let's have a little negotiation here. I've also like taken cover in whatever way I can. Okay. To avoid getting shot myself. Okay. Daniel, you have a turn if you're, you want to use it trying to negotiate. Yeah. You want to do and something. I'm going to, I'm also going to signal app to silently and invisibly sneak up behind the guy, but not do anything yet. Okay. So yeah, I guess we'll use your turn on that movement. So All right. at your next turn, he'll be, he'll be closer to the guy. All right. Um, okay. So now it's his turn again. Um, so because you're not taking cover, Daniel, uh, He's, he points the gun at you, and, he's, and he says, Aha, chumps! Aha, it's not a ransom. I'm going to steal the whole casino. I'm going to get it all. It's all going to be takers. Ha ha! And then he fires. Uh, roll. <laughs> That's an even worse plan than one of ours. Uh, four. Uh, he, he misses. Um, just kind of glances off of your awesome gray robe and doesn't damage you. Um, Look, and now that's, it's okay. That's uh, Rusty's turn again. All right, I'm gonna shoot him. Okay, four. Uh, you you hit him again. Um, he's actually closer, which was maybe not a good decision on his part, and um, it doesn't do much damage this time though. It uh, it, it hurts his uh, the arm that's not holding the gun. Uh, but he's he's bleeding a lot though. Okay. Bleeding quite a lot. And now it's uh Daniel's turn. Look, Taker, uh you might want to stand down. We have you a little bit outmaneuvered here. No reason to fire that little lightning pistol again. I'm I'm crouching now a little bit behind cover. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Never. Alright, I I direct app to like slam down on his head with okay. knocking out concussive force. Don't do this okay. at home, kids. Alright, let's 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 give you advantage on this because it's like from behind and he's not prepared at all. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna roll, I guess, because it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. 
yeah, um, it strikes him quite hard, takes him completely unawares, and he's, um, in fact, it was it was a good enough role that, that you can afford to like do that thing where you describe what you what the outcome you wanted, and so he's he's dazed on the floor and also bleeding out fairly quickly. All right, let's uh, go take care All of that, right. Rusty. Yep, uh, I think you've taken care of it pretty good there, Metric. Well, yeah, we just need to make sure he doesn't die, you know. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, what else is going on in the I room? Just, you guys are just like fucking killing people. <laughs> We've got moral righteousness on our side now. This man just tried to murder a whole city for all we know. And Bartholomew <laughs> probably killed Jared by now. So, you know, yeah, got but that going for you. Look, they did that. We're saving Saving lives. the city. Saving he shot the- first, by he the did. way. This is self-defense. Using a gun, uh-huh. just breaking the rules. You're a protectorate now, and you're using a gun. This is not good. Uh, I'm more like kind of suicide. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, you get a, a bleep from from Billy that's like, "Hey guys, I just saved 190 people. How are you doing?" That can't be possible. He must be bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, uh, "Congrats." <laughs> Um, so are you gonna, he's, he's dying pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> Rusty, can you do the old mold thingy on this guy and maybe like well, make him docile it, at the same time? It ain't worth the risk as far as I can tell. We can call the protectorate and have them come do what they want with them. That seems like the morally righteous thing to do. Well, I'm, uh, I send a, I send a tweet bleep back to the protectorate and say, uh, injured archvillain at this location interesting interesting so that's uh, villain. that's all you're gonna do for this guy so he's, you're not gonna talk to him you're not gonna well, all right larger, I'm, I'm gonna go over there like, and like I apply pressure i shouldn't be saying anything because i'm not technically there but after you do you have it that that old that medical suite is that updated yet can you no sir help you me out here never ever did a medical suite uh i dang, think that might have, have just the- to-do list yeah i think that was just in your mind sir all right that... uh, M- metric figure out all these gadgets hold on this guy's we really if this guy dies i'm pretty sure the protectorate's gonna be unhappy forever with us so i i'd start applying pressure to relevant wounds okay the the worst one is probably his leg which it it uh to your to the degree you know anything about anatomy suggests that it might have struck an artery all right i'm i'm like wrapping things around it and holding pressure so this this was really your plan you were you were gonna literally teleport a casino somewhere and you you thought that wouldn't bring holy terror down upon your head kid i would have got away with it if it wasn't for you (laughs) meddling (sighs) you know you know there's there's a there's a person (sighs) All right, whatever, Rusty. You really are not gonna do any any hey, healing. I don't, I don't even have any healing powers. That is not. That is a lie. That is actually a lie. As far as the protector knows. Do I do I see like a medical kit anywhere? Um, I mean, the, you'd have to look around. App, look around for anything right. medically related. This guy's gonna look, be dead in about two turns. Look, metric. <laughs> I know you're catching this whole hero bug or whatever. But this guy could have just destroyed the world. 
I don't think so. I think he just was going to collapse some empty buildings. If he becomes conscious again, he's just going to teleport out of here. I, I think we got him pretty... Uh, the world is safer. More on the dead without side. Without him you think about it. it. You, suddenly, you suddenly get a bleep from Billy that's just like, hey, uh, if you guys were like in the middle of any kind of moral quandaries, just know that I trust my boy Rusty to do the right thing. <laughs> You see, Metric? <laughs> Rusty, I really could really use some some of that uh, that medicine you got. Why don't you roll wits to see if you see like a first aid kit or something? All right. In in this guy's last few seconds of life on this planet. Alright, I rolled a four, which I think is unmodified. Yeah, just a four. Okay. Um mysteriously though, it's a five. Alright. Um and you you see like across the room there's like just a what, what looks like a minimal you know you see the the red cross sign which suggests that it might be a first aid kit all right so. app get that that thing over there to me as fast as possible <laughs> grabs it with his retractable arm right so all fast right. that it stuns you actually great and then i start doing the medical thing that i know how to do i guess um on this guy i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> don't know about that all right what, what's in this what's in this kit oh uh, let's let's see there's some gauze uh there's like a small amount of that tape stuff that's always in those things all right uh, some neosporin there's two tylenol all right i'm gonna like um, spray neosporin all over the gunshot wounds and then okay. i'm gonna like wrap them up in tape and gauze like both at the same time rusty okay. you, you don't yeah that'll know fix how to, the like, internal bleeding don't know how to do um, this right uh, yeah i think you're I think you're doing a good job there, bud. Thanks. All right. Um, Thanks, Rusty. I give him the Tylenol. Okay. I, I think you, you're you no longer able to detect any signs of life <laughs> from the villain. I really don't think Matt wanted this person to be dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's this is a story choice. This is, this is <laughs> whatever this happens, way. happens. Yeah. So, all right. Um, well, I guess we did everything we could. I, I stand up sure and kind did. of like uh, dust myself off. I, I pat him on the back. All right, let's go find Billy. Well, um, we should probably check out this whole layer. I mean, first. this this stuff is basically impossibly complicated. I don't really understand it. I guess I can look around. We but, could just unplug it. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's yeah, let's do that. App, do you, where's the power switch in here? He indicates it with one of his um, pointing proboscises. It's over. It's, it's over there, sir. All right. Well. Do you want to do the honors, Rusty? All right. I unplug it. Okay. No, nothing terrible happens. Did the uh, frequency thing go away, App? Uh, yes, it would appear that the transmissions have ceased. Uh, there is no longer any signal um, being transmitted to or from the devices. Well, I believe we just saved the day, Metric. I send um, Billy a bleep that says we just saved the world. What's the hostage situation? Um, smash cut. <laughs> yeah. Back with Billy. What's yeah, Billy back doing to, now? Back to Billy. We're, um, I'm trying to sneak the hostages out through the back. Okay. You know how All hotels right. have those like creepy ass like hall, hidden hallways behind the scenes? We're going through uh -huh. those. Okay. All right. Um, interesting. Okay. I don't think you run into any guards because they've all been pulled away by the huge distraction caused by the gunfight out front. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I will remind you that she still has a bunch of the hostages. Well, how much is a bunch? Like, <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> a, a minority, less than half of the hostages. So you know. Okay, so I tell them all to go out that way, and then I point to Guy, um, the first one. I I never got his name. Okay. And I say, "You gotta lead him out, buddy. I gotta get the rest okay. of the hostages." Are you Are you sure? Yeah, it's dangerous. My team is a hero now, and I know the other two members would be doing nothing but heroic stuff on their side. <laughs> so I have to live up to that over here. So inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he leads them away with his chest held high as a as like a, a, a deputized uh, superhero for the moment. All right. And then I go I go fog for him and I head back down to see what's. What's going on with my boy Jared? Okay. Um, you have no trouble finding them because of the, the sounds of gunfire have continued. Um, and Is anybody uh, dead? Um, Jared is lying on his back with several holes burned in him. Oh, no. And <laughs> Bartholomew is, is standing over him. Um saying, aha, you fucked my wife? That's what you get, you son of a bitch. Um, and, um, I, thought it was, I thought it was Jared that... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then... Um, and where's, then uh, uh, where's Maker? T- take a uh, giver. Whatever. <laughs> giver has, has basically um, used her people to, like, surround the area and was planning to use them to like dogpile these guys you, you think um but the situation resolved itself before that needed to happen so is and it she's calling out go ahead. so is it just the hostages and her and the corpse of poor jared and bartholomew and, and, and bartholomew yeah and uh, well, well actually there's there's other guards but they're like hanging back because they're not sure what's happening they're just kind of looking around the corners so it's pretty it's a pretty intense situation in here actually oh no well, I gotta do my best. Okay. I I don't know what to do. <laughs> is she is, did you say she was calling? Yeah, what's she doing? Um, um, right now she yeah sorry she she's saying uh, Bartholomew, Bartholomew, why would you shoot Jared? Did some what, what's gotten into you? Is, is, did someone do this? Is someone here? Did someone get past you? What does he What does uh, he say? <laughs> Um, no, no, I just found out that Jared needed to die. That's what I found out. So I did it. I'm really confused. Uh, and then she's like, God damn it. All right, everyone be on the lookout. I think there's someone here. Um, hostages, uh, you know, hold the weapons to your necks, you know, like get ready to kill yourselves. Shit. Shit. All right, I'm going to try to, to fog her again. Okay. <laughs> um, re- remember that every time you succeed against someone, you get a plus one for the subsequent roll. Yeah, I do. So I got a, a five. And that's what's your plus one? Yeah. Okay, so it's mysteriously a six, though? Yeah, I guess. I, yes. Sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so now I'm going to tell her that... Um, fuck. Um, her buddy, Taker, called her. And said to release the hostages. Okay. Okay. All right. And 
if she um, needs to um, follow up on the legitimacy of this claim, she can check to see if the device is on. Wait, no, I wouldn't know that. Damn it. I can't say that. Okay. All right. Um, so she, you know, wavers where she's standing for a second. And then she's like, what? No. No, that's not part of the plan. I. Why did I agree to that? Why did I? Do what? What? Uh, uh, our hostages, ho- guys, everyone, calm. Okay. I want you to walk out the front doors. Once you're out the front doors, drop the golden tickets. Drop the golden tickets and uh, have a nice day. Guards, follow me. We're leaving out the back exit. Weapons ready. And then, basically, that's what happens. All the, all the hostages start shambling like cattle toward the front door and then her and her henchmen with their weapons head toward the back door and uh they're moving pretty quick actually so you you would probably even have a hard time keeping up with them because i think you can only walk in this form yeah i'm not following them okay unlike unlike my friends i don't uh i don't murder people okay jared he doesn't count (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) um okay so so all the hostages are out and then, like, is is the place surrounded by like cops and stuff? Yeah. Just tell me it is. Okay. Um, yeah. So they're like, "What? How? Who?" And then, like, the doors to the hotel like blow open, like put they're pushed really hard, and uh-huh. Billy materializes and walks in slow motion in like a, a victory a victory stance towards the front of the hotel. <laughs> beautiful and all all of the cameras see you yeah and, and they're all broad yeah, yeah broadcasting this back to the high rollers uh headquarters oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> well he wouldn't think of that the name's of brain fog i'm a hero and i just and saved the money <laughs> <laughs> the music swells and uh and then we cut Cut back to the PRTHQ unless you guys had something else you wanted to do with the various crime scenes that you've created. Uh, is there any, like, loot or anything? Um, oh, yeah. Can I raid the Tinker office? Um, there's there's probably uh, quite a lot of stuff that you could uh, easily snatch. Um, I'm just going to let you... I'm just going to say you take carte blanche, and then we'll figure out, like, what exactly you got uh, for next time. All right. Sounds good. And All right. Yeah, I think that's so. Yeah. So we um, guess we go back to the protectorate yeah, headquarters. Seems reasonable. I think we're pretty good heroes, actually. Did such a great job. They have you all together in the room. Um, Paragon and, and Radiant are standing in front of you. Um, <laughs> do, what do their you know, faces look like? <laughs> um, they're just like baffled and deeply disturbed, and and. Paragon looks slightly upset, like 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 in a, like a like in an emotional way, like like you can't tell, like it's there. He might be about to cry, but you're not sure. Um, and 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 he's like, oh, oh. <sighs> okay, what happened back there? This is a debriefing. We need to know what you did. Um, who wants to go first? <laughs> well, uh, let me explain the situation. Um, we interrogated the uh the captive in a humane way which left no lasting detriment to his person as you can see 
Um, and he explained to us the nature of the plan. Now, the plan was to deploy a series of metallic cylinders to uh, eliminate portions of things, and we didn't really understand it, to be honest. Um, but a lot of people were going to die, so we knew we had to act fast. So Brain Fog entered the hotel where he uh, went up to the hostage room and convinced the uh, a lady in a green jumpsuit uh, named... Um, Giver. Giver. <laughs> Maker. <laughs> named Giver to just let everybody go. Uh, and they all left. And uh, Metric and I, um, using our powers of scientific dis- deduction, uh, found the source of the signal controlling all of the devices, uh, whereupon um, we encountered... Uh, cape by the name of Taker. Who was, who was um, neutralized? Who was slightly insane. Uh, he shot at us first, and knowing my rights as a United States citizen, uh, I stood my ground, and I fired back, which uh, unfortunately had lethal consequences. Uh, we then unplugged the device, um, neutralizing it, and saving an entire city's worth of people. <laughs> Wait... <laughs> How is uh, <laughs> uh, so close, so close to being something that we could actually release to the press? Suicide Squad. Why? Why couldn't we release this uh, to, to the press? We've. How many conversations have we had about the gun? Okay, not many, but look, you can't have a gun as a protectorate. Okay. Let me start I, over. Don't the I police, like to say, the police all have guns, don't they? As a citizen of the United States, I am allowed to carry a firearm, which was concealed. <laughs> and while I may or may not have the proper permit for said gun. <laughs> this, okay, let's, I need to, excuse me, he, he, he walks out of the room. I love um, that our, like, this is just frustrating people. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> So Radiant Radiant says, well, I'm grateful. I think I think I've misjudged you all. Even you, Tex, despite the homicide. Well, I'm not sure what your gain is, but you did the right thing today. Here's the thing. Only bad people died today, Radiant. And how many were saved? Wow. Now, how many people have you saved in the last 20 years? I Fuck. That's... that's is it, she, she's quiet and looks perturbed. You might think this whole cape thing, I'm talking like seriously now, is all fun and games. But these powers have the potential to kill thousands of people, even the world. You think about that. Hmm. You've, you've definitely given her something to think about. Um, so Paragon comes back. You see, You see that... Like there, there's some water on his face and like his, his hair on the front of his costume as if he's, you know, gone into the bathroom and splashed water on his face to, to calm himself down. Um, and he says, uh, um, all right. Thankfully, only one of you has a truly horrific criminal background and the other two we could probably smooth over as youthful indiscretions. So as a gesture of good faith, we're going to let you walk out of here. My superiors aren't going to be happy about it, but I'm making the call. If you 
really want to work with the protectorate going forward, then you can contact us through less sensationalistic means, and uh, we can work something out. Well, I don't know if you noticed before, but my associate here left a couple of small devices that he likes to call bleepers. Yeah, they're they're great. Did you did you did you see my bleepers? Um, no. Oh. Well, just so you know, you can uh, contact us on those bleepers anytime there's a situation that needs to be handled in a uh, efficient and competent manner. If you find yourself in your usual state of impotence and uh, <laughs> unable to <laughs> do properly manage the situation. All right, don't push your luck. Also, I would like to remind everyone that there's several criminal organizations that might want to kill us. So if you have some kind of a safe area for perhaps a a uh, probationary ward member, that would be great. Hmm. Well, that that's a whole separate conversation. Um, you think that these criminal organizations are actively trying to kill you? Well, I thought you were part of this criminal organization. Is this why you came in? I guess we never really talked about that. Well, the thing is, Mr. Uh, Paragon, sir, um, we've never actually been criminals this whole time. You see... Uh, <laughs> We've been positioning ourselves in the, inside the organization in order to take it down from the inside. What? Why didn't yeah, you tell yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, we're not going to go, we're not going to do that. You're, good try though. Um, well, all right, it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, be, uh, seeing y'all. Okay. Round. Um, so they, they let you walk out and as, as you walk out of this, room that you were in um you see standing against the wall um in the hallway outside the room is a young woman wearing a faux tinker looking bodysuit with a small little laser pistol pistol on her hip kind of folding her arms and and looking and, and watching you uh walk past her is this this isn't hex or anyone we know it's hex oh it is hex so you three saved the day huh that figures yep yeah, it certainly does, Hex. Um, sorry I didn't have time to take you up on that pool tournament that uh, you invited me to last time. <laughs> yeah, maybe some other time. Here. We have a pool table downstairs, but uh, I don't I don't figure you have time for it. Oh, well, we probably do. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she like looks at her wrist, which doesn't have a watch on it. I, actually, I have an appointment. Um, oh. But uh, I guess I'll be seeing you boys around. Uh, try not to get into too much trouble. I'm sure we will. Did you never uh, been in trouble before? I, I guess you guys uh, had a little easier time of it than usual. She says cryptically, and then she, and then she pushes off the wall and, and walks away. Wait, what does that mean? Hello? Why does everyone always walk <laughs> away while I'm talking to them? <laughs> 